That's a cheap one. I would do like different ones. So you aren't really interested in girls, huh? You're just like all about your Halo shit. <laughs> Pretty much in middle school. <laughs> fuck yeah, bro. And I started like getting more interested in girls, and then in, like seventh grade, I'm like, oh fuck. Did you Let's play Halo? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the loss as virginity before man. Yeah, me too. Well, you yeah. both did, but. Yeah. I regret so, that one, bro. That's for sure. <laughs> Why? What happened? <laughs> You know the mascot for Burger King? You know the guy with the scary head and the crown? <laughs> God damn, Dracula ass motherfucker. <laughs> Just fucking tell the story. Right, 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 bro. So, so I remember I was. I was it sophomore year, I think. I think it was the beginning of sophomore year. Uh, fucking, I was dating some chick, and her friend liked me a lot. Her friend was fucking just bad. I regret it completely. Um, well, you gotta okay. clarify the term bad because, like, you know, some people say, "Oh, she's bad," and that's a good thing. No, so no, she like, was bad, not, like gross. Like not good, bad. Yeah. You like gross. Like oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like I lowered my standards. Oh much. god! <clears throat> but I was pissed off because the girl I was dating, she, so she, so the girl I was dating, she like said, "Oh no, we're like we, we gotta be friends or some bullshit." I don't remember. Cause she had like three kids, didn't she? Take a quote. Shaggy was only around fifteen. Fuck the milf. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Mill taking your virginity? Not uh, that one. You're 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 talking about the wrong person. Okay. Okay. It was her sister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, so so she left me, and then her friend kept texting me, and then whatever we hanged out, we and then dude, I didn't get a boner, bro. The, like the first time I was I was all nervous and shit, you know. Yeah. You know, I was in the fucking room in my in my crib. My dad was like, hey, "What are you doing? Hey, nothing, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Go away." Hey, Shaggy, we got we got the menudo ready, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the grandma special, bro. <laughs> so the pigs feet and all. Yeah, bro. So, anyways, and then I remember, bro. I remember, bro. You know, she was on top, bro. Um, oh, nice. Because I, I, I got, got a little harder and then, you know, stuck it in. I was like, oh, wait, that, this is what sex feels like? Oh, okay. And so you, right, when you, right when you got hard, mm-hmm. you just stuck it right there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. When, when she got on top, you were naked? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think you don't even remember most of this shit. But I bro, think this happened, but, but I'm not too sure. The reason why. I stuck it through with the pants on. <laughs> No, bro, the thing that made me regret this so much, bro, that was, she was on top, whatever you were going, I was like, you know, I had a rubber, I was like, yeah, this feels kind of weird, you know, because, you know, I don't know what the fuck sex really feels like, because I had a rubber, um, whatever, and then I was trying to hit a doggy, and, dude, that shit smelled like B.O., son. That sexy shit. <laughs> it cool, like some scat, scat shit. Scat. I don't. So it didn't smell like shit. It smelled like bo, like she was sweating from her ass. No, it smelled like she didn't wipe. 
So shit. So shit. Yeah. B O. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so that, shit. Wait. B. Wait. And then you say yeah. B O. No. B O is like body odor. You know? <laughs> Oops. B S. What What about you, Sandwall? B S. Bullshit. It's like bullshit in here. Fuck that bitch. Bullshit. What about you, Sandwall? What's your virginity story? Oh my god. Okay, so I won't disclose names. Uh, but so like we chilled a couple times. The first time I was just so. Nervous, You're like sus, yeah. And you know, like, w- I w- I thought like, going into it, I was ignorant because like I was like, well, I watched a lot of, I watched a lot of porn, you know, in my time, and then so I was like, okay, so I kind of get the concept of what to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's like so far from the truth, right? Like you just can't go in slapping bitches around <laughs> and fucking treat them like how you want, yeah. especially at that age, it right? It was like it was before the trampoline. It was yeah, way you remember before. That? Yeah, yeah, the trampoline was <laughs> okay. fucked, and she dropped me right after that. Yeah. But and I, it was like, fuck. Well, why didn't I kick them out to go on the trampoline? Them being you guys, you know, it's like, hey, you guys, get the fuck out of here for a second, you know? Yeah. But I was like, ah, bros before hoes always. Yep. <laughs> 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 right, you're good. Bro. All right, all right, all right, whatever. Listen to this. All right, all right, whatever. It makes it more real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was just uh. So whatever, me and this girl would chill a couple times, and like her parents were cool uh to come to my house. I think I don't think she told them that she was coming to my house. I think she was like going to a friend's house. Yeah. And then sneaky links. Yeah, and then like my mom was like cool with it and shit. Like my mom's always just been super chill with all that type of shit. Yeah. Because uh, I think my mom's real about it. And like you know that shit's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever, and then like so the first couple of times, dude, I was like didn't know, and then like I'd rubber pussy like. And then, like, I didn't really know what to do. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, the second time, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to eat her out. I don't know what technique oh, wow. I'm going to use. I don't know how I'm going to do world. this. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to fucking make this satisfying for her, but I'm just going to go for it. I went for it, and then I got fucking super hard, super horny. I think she was horny, too. She, yeah. she you know, she could feel, I could, like, was feel she it. Wet? Yeah, wet as hell. Okay, okay so it was like. Horny. Yeah, so then I was like, cool, cool, cool. But the dumbass I was at the time, I was just like, okay, cool. That's it. I'm done, you know? Because I got so horny. I thought, okay, well, what can be better than that, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, then so like, and then after the third, fourth time, uh, I finally uh, just bust. fucking did it. And then she actually initiated me. She was like, all right, come up here. And then start making out. And then... Oh, you know, inserted the goodies in, and then it was just like boom. I think I came in like probably like three minutes. Yeah, wait, who was shorty D? No, say? not D. It started with the E. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. So it was it was a shorty that went to Mullen, and I actually then I I met her, I think on the app Hot or Not. <laughs> It was that long distance shit, right? It was a long distance, remember? And then I was talking uh, yeah. to her for a that minute. Trampoline? A minute. No, trampoline had the same name. <laughs> totally different check. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what got me fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You were on the right page. Yeah, uh, yeah. But... I, I don't know who. Yeah. I don't remember. She, was, she wasn't she was that bad looking, man. She was 
the same height as me though which kind of threw me off you know but just like a preppy white girl kind of deal that just had like horny fantasies you know <laughs> you think that was her first too uh she said it was i think it was yeah because i think someone that had it before she's like all right motherfucker come up here like let me show you oh, you know yeah. because like I, I was really really amateur with the shit you know i was like didn't want to hurt her in no way didn't want to over you know like extend my boundaries or nothing like that <laughs> yeah. so i was just like okay <laughs> What do I do here? Okay. <laughs> 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 Does that feel good on that little booty hole? Yeah. Let me see a little star in that booty. Flex it for me. Wink. Wink. <laughs> okay, okay, and now it will be done to you. So mine was like real amateur. Shaggy's was like a worse experience. But like I think mine was a good experience because like it showed me like, okay, well, I could be more assertive, you know? I could kind of take, I think girls want that. You know, girls want kind of you to take control and stuff. You know, girls don't want you to be in control. So mine was a positive because I learned a lot, and then that, that just moved me forward, you know? Yeah. It made me feel confident. Yeah. Yeah, my first time was, like, the worst sex I've ever had in my life. Wait, okay. Give me a hint on who I remember. Was. I remember who. Oh, 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 E? Again? No, not E. It was Wachek, though, right? K. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh, I was there. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it wasn't that day. Shout out to that dog that fucking died. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dad all had cancer. The dog died. The brother was a crack addict. The sister was dating a stud. Grew up in a good neighborhood. They grew up in the burbs, right? Me and this family went to her crib, and she had a fat ass. Yeah, I will, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but sorry. shout out to them, man. They just accepted us with open arms in that motherfucker, oh, dude. Open arms. They didn't give a fuck. They, they were just like super chilling, like, I'm "All right, like, yeah, cool. Hey guys, yeah, sorry, I don't even know your guys' name. I especially don't know that stupid little fat white kid's name. But uh, yeah, our dog's dying, so we're just gonna leave you guys alone. Yeah, their dog. <laughs> their dog was fucking dying, and they let two. Random niggas just go upstairs, and it was, it was legit as fuck. <laughs> it was dope. Yeah, it was cool. She had a nice house, grew up in the burbs, and the first time, you know, so I, Shaggy lost his virginity before me, so I was like, all right, well, bad, bro. So I tried to rush it, you know, and it was just like the worst shit because <laughs> you didn't know what to do, and I had a condom. I was like, fuck, well, I'm not really hard. <laughs> So my dick was shrimp dick, and I'd slip off the condom, and we had it, and I was like, this is how it's supposed to feel? I, I didn't feel amused by it. I wasn't attracted by it. I didn't like it my first time. Like, we were both virgins, so it's like, if you're ever going to lose your virginity, like, I would, if you're a girl, maybe I would lose it to somebody that knows what he's doing, because I didn't know shit. It was just bad. It was embarrassing. It's like, what? Like, we did it mutual. We didn't do doggy. It lasted, like, 10 minutes. It was in a room. Just, it was just awkward, you know? It was just awkward, like, getting up naked and taking (laughs) off that, you know, (laughs) that condom. It's like, what the fuck's on my dick right now? Why does it smell like latex? You know, this shit didn't even fit me. Why is this a magnum? I'm like a a Trojan in this shit, you know? It just—it was just so weird. I didn't like losing my virginity for real. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. No. No. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it either because I was just in the fucking upstairs living room just watching fucking cooking shows because <laughs> for some reason everything I was like ESPN or something was like fucking blocked. So I was just like watching kitchen shows. I was just like America's <laughs> Top Chef. <laughs> 
channel 47. Hey, Gordon Ramsay. Food channel. <laughs> no, but what, uh, what was that question that you had prior? Okay, so on a more like serious note, uh, I've been thinking like, oh, I don't know, past couple of days and it was like, just thinking about different people and different like jobs and professions. And uh, I mean, I think it's like pretty objective to say that, you know, some people are more important to society than others. Right. So like a celebrity that got famous off of uh, whatever, doing like a dance or something is way Can less. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> is is way less Dance useful <laughs> is way less useful than somebody that is a um that is someone maybe even like small and that you don't think of like a plumber or electrician or something yep. of that sort. Even like innovators are really useful to our society and building our society and innovating our society. Uh so I would say uh, so I was thinking and the question I wanted to ask you guys and one that I still haven't really answered myself was be that what is the most purposeful or useful trait for a person? This could be you, or I would want you guys to think kind of outside the box, outside of you, something that you aspire to be for humanity, for the society. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, I want to become a poor star. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Nah, we're funny. Uh, I would have to think about that question a little more. Um, cause that's uh, a pretty complex question, to be honest, though. I would say... You know? <laughs> um, but go on. Alright, uh, Jake Jones. I'd say, like, the most purposeful trait, like, the the one that individual can do the best is learning, like, what you're good at. And that's really hard to do, too. But, you know, you can kind of figure that out when you're a kid or, you know, when you're young, skillful-wise. Like, if you have a outgoing mindset, you know, or if you're really good at reading or you're really good at math, like, I, I think that could be brought towards a good purpose towards society. Sorry, I want to point something out. Um, when Jordan's speaking, there's no sound wave in the computer. I don't know if, if that's... Hello, 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 hello. When you speak, it actually goes up kind of crazy. I would say, well, if there is like a perfect trait that you can have as a human being, it would be whatever you're best at, whatever you feel most confident, whatever doesn't make you feel too unlike you, whatever doesn't affect you the most. So it doesn't, doesn't go towards like favorable, like towards your ego. doesn't go towards like, oh, well, I feel like, like, my schoolmates are going to like me because if I do this. No, I'm going to like myself more if I get this done. So that that could be anything. Some people are really hard workers, construction, electronics. You're really good on the computer. Some people are really good at reading, math. It's just diverse. But if I could summarize it, now in 2020, what could get you... I guess an audience. I guess everybody kind of wants an audience. I guess everybody kind of wants money uh, or a specific trait of education. I would say you you would have to be pretty good at not being scared if, if you post something. If being judged by negative comments or being judged or being influenced by negative people. Just not letting shit affect you, I would say, mm. would be like the most 
profitable, the most beneficial trade. Like, mm. just, just if you post a YouTube video, fuck it. That's me. That's what I'm going to do. Post a podcast. That's me. That's what I'm going to do. Post a song. That's me. I like the song. Fuck everyone else. You know, like, just being, like, what you want to do. Mm. And if you like it. Like, that... That probably had to be it. Yeah, so in... Authentic or something. So I got to, like, kind of being fearless and risk-taking. Those would be, like, the traits. Yeah, fearless and risk-taking. Okay, so I'm going to point out some... I think some traits that would probably... That it would interest me the most would be being authentic. And... um, hmm. I don't know, I'm gonna go from being just being authentic. Uh, I mean, as the way I see how the future is going on is everything's shifting towards social media, right? Everything's done towards social media, you know. Sure. It, um, and we can't really escape from it. And there's there's a lot of misuse in social media, but I could go on and on about that shit. Uh, but I just think. The way I would use, or I, I'm, I'm gonna put myself as an example. The way I want to probably change. <sighs> hmm. So um. The way you'd probably. Change. Yeah, yeah. So, the, what I what I'm saying is, I would want to have power to make a positive change. Uh, and that I would want to leave behind, you know, because, you know, death is something I'm always constantly thinking about and how I could always improve myself, you know, and I just want to be authentic. Uh, I want to be myself, as you pointed out, not being scared to post stuff on, you know, like on YouTube and stuff like that. Oh. Damn it, Tiana. <laughs> uh, we're going to pause this, bro. Yeah, pause this. Yeah, pause this, bro. I'm going to keep yeah, thinking sure. about this. Uh, it's good. Okay, so you know, it's someone I really look up to is uh, you know, Joe Rogan, Andrew Schultz, you know, Joey Diaz, and and it's something that I would really want to point out is what would I want to do for the rest of my life? You know what I mean? Cause you know, I I I like the job where I'm what I'm doing right now. I enjoy it. You know, making people look fucking fresh. You know, it's it's a good feeling for some reason. Um, I don't know. It's just being authentic. What about you, bro? Uh, so, like, one of the traits that I would say, and it kind of intertwines with, like, both of yours, is being hardworking. Mm-hmm. So, whatever you do, if you just work hard, yeah, I think you'll get far in life with doing that. And if it kind Shout of... Jim Road. Yeah, so, like, even if you work in like a corporate location and stuff like that, if you prove to yourself that you could work hard in that environment, then it, you know, it shows what type of person you are. And I think there's a lot of hard workers in society. And I think there's a lot of people as well <coughs> to contradict that statement that don't know the full potential of what they could be. Mm-hmm. And so when they don't know that potential, then they just don't work hard. And then they just go day by day and just like, try to get to the next day by doing the bare minimum so i would i would say if everyone really worked hard in this society which is you know 
almost going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's some no lazy fucks out there, bro. So I, I don't know if that will ever be, but I, if we could achieve people to know what hard work could get you, then I think that would, you know, benefit all of us. And so like with being authentic, you could, you know, be a hard worker in a job that you don't like, but you could put that same energy and that same effort, I would argue, in the same things that you do like. So, right? So, like, if you're a plumber, you could be a kick-ass plumber. Mm-hmm. And you could work hard every fucking day. But then you could also work hard on the art that you like to make, right? On the side. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I think if everyone is really pursued, and then it goes back to your point, like, pursued the things that they want to pursue and do them and not be just... Oh, well, I'm tired. I'm not going to do it today. Mm-hmm. I think that would just, I think that makes a good person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like Jim Brown saying, you know, like <laughs> when you're in the office, you know, you're thinking about the beach. <coughs> and so you kind of work, make, you kind of work, work into play. And so when you're at the beach, you know, you kind of think about work. You're like, oh shit, well, what can I do inside the office? So what Jim Brown is saying is like, well, be 100%. So be 100% in work when you're at work. Give it your all when you're at work. And when it's time to play, play. There's no time for work. You're going to play. You're not at work. Be on that beach. So. Okay. So, about. yeah, yeah. So I kind of like paraphrased what he was saying in some sort of way. That's what Jim Rohn's been saying. Jim Rohn. Shout out to Jim Rohn. Yeah, I need to listen or read some of his stuff. But yeah, man, the way we're going, it it just seems that people are just getting, um, well, I think it's been an issue for, you know, quite a while Mm -hmm. where people just kind of get stuck into what they're doing and then they just kind of put the mindset onto themselves like, (laughs) okay, well, this is just what I'm going to do and I'm just going to make money to pay my bills and eat and keep myself alive Mm -hmm. and then that's it. Yeah, you see, uh, that's why it's not going to be at a comfort state. You know, because once you you get comfortable with something, like, I always want, like, a, a sort of change, you know, because I'm like, fuck, I'm here now. What do I do now? What do I do after? Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Once you once you get to the point where you're like, fuck, I want to do this. Well, if you successfully reach that goal, then what after that? You know, you got to well, keep finding more stuff for some reason. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, about that, like it, it's kind of hard to like if you're in a comfortable state, it's kind of hard to get out of that comfortable state to where if you're working like 45, 50, 50 hours a week and you're busting your ass while you're at work. Sometimes you think, well, fuck, I don't want to work for somebody anymore. Mm-hmm. Shout out Robert Kiyosaki. <laughs> shout outs, you know, all the financial uh, uh, authors out there. But, you know, you when you're in that work environment and you don't really like it, when you try your best, too, you're like, fuck, like, well, what can I do to get out of this? That's because you're in an uncomfortable state. So I agree with that. You know, I agree with that fully. But if you're in a comfortable state, it's hard for you to think otherwise. If you're just at home and you're, for example, maybe you're like me if i was if i if i were off of work if i was just at home i didn't have to pay any bills and i just stayed and played video games why would i try anything else to get me out of that environment cuz i'm mm-hmm. com- comfortable there's yeah. nothing there's nothing that's going to click into my head it's like oh well you know i want to be financially free in the future let me try 
you know, you, you're not working 40 hours, 50 hours a week. Why would you, you know, it's kind of hard to get out, you know, think otherwise if you are in a comfortable state for sure. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a really good point. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's harder, I would say, you know, if you're comfortable, it's, it's harder to think otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a really good point that, that you have. And where, unfortunately, a lot of people might be in that situation mm-hmm. where they get everything handed to them and then yeah. they're just like, well, what do, what do I need to do? <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. Like, I don't want to really do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you know, we know some spoiled ass motherfuckers, and like, yeah, yeah. I don't really Especially like Especially if you have, like, like, helicopter parents, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, my parents are definitely helicopter parents, you know? And they're like, well, you know, if you go out and you live in the real world, you can't do this. You can't do this, Jordan. You can't do that, Jordan. You don't know. You don't. I wonder why I don't know, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder why I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's just so babied and stuff and i was definitely helicopter and so it definitely takes a that takes a toll shout out to jordan pearson talking about that you know that takes but like parenting that's that's hard too you know it's hard Mm -hmm. to make like a perfect kid or whatever your dream is yeah it it was one of those things and i kind of thought of that because like i was trying to think and like construct an answer for that question and it was it was pretty hard to kind of find a counter argument for, you know, like, why would I work hard? You know, because it's so easy to say, well, if you work hard, you could get this, this and that. And I would always just think back to Alan Watts. Like you just brought another good counter argument and that I didn't think about. So like now I need to, you know, think again, which thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Another one was, you know, like the Alan Watts way of or, you know, kind of the Eastern perspective of things of you know, life. Me like Taoism and Buddhism and Hinduism. And it was like where they have scriptures that say, well, you know what? At the end of the day, you know, life is kind of purposeless. Purposeless? Purposeless. Yeah, there's no purpose. Well, they have a translation in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in Eastern languages, mm-hmm. which we don't really have another English term. So, you yeah. know, we purposeless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, then, and then that was probably one of the biggest ones that I thought, you know, was like, when you kind of get maybe someone's getting educated and then like the more you really study, the more that you really don't think that stuff really matters. It's kind of would be hard to get someone out of the state of like, well, you know what? We're all going to fucking die. If you're a millionaire and I, I'm dirt poor and we both die, we're just both dead. We're at the same boat. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, that was probably one of the biggest ones. I love that one that you just said too. So that one was a good one. Yeah. And even if you are, I agree. Even if you are at like that millionaire point and you leave your legacy or you leave your profits towards your children or your grandchildren, you know, one of those grandkids. Now, I'm assuming, so it's not true, but it might be true. One of those grandkids might wish upon your death. Oh, oh. I wish granddad dies because he's so rich. I want that fucking money. Definitely. And so Dude, it's like, yeah. well, you know, like, yeah. I built this up for you and you wish upon my death just for just so you can enjoy your life a little bit more mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's hard it's hard to say it, it might i don't know that thousand philosophy damn but wh- okay okay might be it yeah all right so let's say you have a kid and then what if he um becomes a serial killer <laughs> 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 what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I, 
that guy's bad, you know? Oh, really? Nah, I'm just kidding. No, no, I don't know why I thought about that. I, I've been watching a lot of shit. They always just throw the most <laughs> off the wall shit. Dude. Yeah, just a curveball in that bitch. <laughs> bro, bro. I've been watching too many serial kid? killer shows, bro, he, on Netflix, man. My bad, bro. Yeah. My bad, son. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, going back to your point, yeah. You know, so philosophy, yeah, it's, it's really good to get down your philosophy and get rid of things because that's like the basis of what you are and then that could build you up, you know, depending on what your philosophy is. Mm. But, uh, so this is a question for you guys, uh, uh, Sandwall, Shaggy. What embarrasses you the most? What's been your most embarrassing moment? My most embarrassing moment. Okay, that brings me to the memory of me farting in class when I was in elementary, bro. Oh my yeah, God. one farting, way so bro. bad is to fart, fart in class. Yeah, right? when you get older in real life, you don't I, give a fuck. No, know? bro, I don't like farting, bro. Like I'd fart in public, bro. I remember, time. I remember, I was cutting up a client, bro, and then like I was fucking squeezing you out, bro. I was like, damn, I hope you don't smell <laughs> these fucking ashes. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't like farting, bro. That's something it's that really embarrasses. Class. Yeah, that's a big one. I'll rip ass around you guys, but like in public, bro, I could never do that shit. I rip ass at BDs. <laughs> I rip ass, and when I walk away, I'm like, yeah, bitch, you're gonna smell that back in the bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I rip ass. Yeah. I rip ass. Uh, from. Sorry, okay, no, good, or, or taking a shit in public places. <laughs> that is something that I can't either. I got used to that. Yeah. Um, I got used to that because of work. Yeah, you okay. Know? You just got to shit everywhere. You got to shit. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, I remember. I, oh, dude, dude, remember when we were in high school and I think it was you, uh, Sandoval, and then I can't really say another name. And then you guys threw like trash or something. That's okay. Inside the toilet? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you fucking dicks. Shout out to AE. <laughs> <laughs> that Dude, uh, yeah, that was, you guys were fucking dead. Dang, that shit was funny, though. I'll say the <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You're just taking this shit peacefully. It was like two minutes before class, so you know that dude's probably rushing. And this fucking, you look up. <laughs> 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 and all he hears. <laughs> This food's running out the bathroom. <laughs> Don't even know who the fuck you are. You know that kid's like, yeah, you know I got trash thrown. You know I was taking a shit in Thorn High School. That's probably his most embarrassing moment. You know? <laughs> he probably ain't gonna ever be taking a shit nowhere in public. I would, I would say uh, the most embarrassing shit for me is being off a drug that I don't know how to control. So, like, being off of, like, weed sometimes is... Like a hella awkward situation for me. I'm just, you know, mota marijuana used to be really chill for me, but now it's it's not. I think too much. I get anxious. I get paranoid sometimes. I try to chill and just play. I think too much. Thinker comes on. So like, I think that's like the most like awkward. Like I can I can embarrass myself fully if I'm just like with my girl too. You know, just get a little bro like crazy. I hate that, but it happens. That's why. I think that would be it. That tops like farting in public for me or shit like that. Like personally. Mm. Yeah. Like that tops it. Just being awkward around like 
Like where you shouldn't be awkward, you know, you should just feel comfortable. But I, I, I think you have to a- anywhere or anytime you have to always go through some awkward moments, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's inevitable. And okay. you just said right. Okay. Yeah, it's inevitable. <laughs> inevitable. Yeah. Uh, to to you know go through a point where you're not awkward, you know, like there's always gonna be you know a a, a state of like silence or. Some shit you kind of said wrong, and then someone fucking misinterpreted, and they reacted yeah. in a certain way. That's I don't know. That gets to me though. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, yeah, that 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 just gets to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh fuck! Damn, he's a fucking that dick. Just, yeah, did I just fuck up? I don't mean to, but fuck, I just did. You know? Yeah, but no, you you gotta fuck up too. You know, succeed, bro. Well, not like not like fuck up. Just like it, it gets underneath my skin where I'm like. Ugh, like, <laughs> fuck, like, yeah. are you gonna remember that, you know, uh, yeah. remember what you just seen or heard, <laughs> don't bring that up again, you probably will, <laughs> fuck me, you know? yeah. what about, what about you, uh, so, my most embarrassing moment is when I don't stand up for myself, so, like, when I get confronted or something like that, and for me, sometimes my flight or fight response is more of a flight response and i don't want it to be a flight response you want it to be a fight huh yeah i want to i want to say something you know but I, I i just think too much about it like you know like I, I i feel like i think too hard and that thinking too hard doesn't make me react at all mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, so i agree completely so yeah. like you know like where someone is and for the example, the dude at the fucking gym. If you remember, it was, I think it was me and you. You went outside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you repeat that? Story? So me and me and uh, Coon. Well, all three of us were at the gym. We were in the spa, it's, uh, it's the steam room. Steam room, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, we're just fucking around, being annoying little fucks. We were being annoying little fucks, playing patty cake. But because we were there, we were there for fucking longer than any of them were there. And we're just trying to stay there. I I think we're just trying to stay there for who could stay there the longest. So me and Coons decided to try to play uh, patty cake to fucking, you know, distract our minds a little. Then what did this motherfucker say? Motherfucker said, oh, yeah, he was just start chill. He's like, hey, bro. I'm like, what's up, man? Hey, can you fucking stop that shit? (laughs) The fuck are you, little fucking kids? Oh, exactly. And then, exactly. Yeah, and then and then I I, I think him. I said something I said something smart to him at first, and I was like, "Was there any rule saying that we can't do that here?" And then the motherfucker <laughs> like stood up. Yeah, and then he said, "You want to take it outside? You want to take it outside?" <laughs> In that situation, I shouldn't be like, "You know what, motherfucker? Yeah, I do want to take it outside." Who was like, "Okay, first, but." Point point. This dude is like twice our size. <laughs> twice our size. Pretty buff. Shirtless as fuck, and I'm just like. <laughs> You know, we we would, tap but we would, but that's a douche. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I that's see, a that's douche a... move though. That's a douche move from him though. Like, really, bro? You're gonna really fucking say that to some well, fucking? Cause how old were we? And hit, we were of age. And yeah, his, we were of age. Oh, we were of age. Yeah, and in his eyes, you know, it was we were pretty annoying. Yeah, yeah. Now thinking about it, I would never do that, you know, because there was quite a few people in there, and you know, we were being fucking loud and obnoxious, clearly. But it was still the uh, embarrassing to me to not stick up for myself and then when you're there too and it's just like fuck man and i remember thinking before that you know i predicate myself because i was going to the gym and i was trying to work and we were fucking wrestling 
So it was like, okay, when a motherfucker, when I get to that point, I'm going to fucking react. And I'm going to react how I want to react. Yeah. And but, lo and behold, I did But then let's react. say you reacted to that point. Let's say you catch some heads or some bodies. Guess it's what? Some bodies? Nobody's catching bodies. 2020. All right, fuck it. Whatever. Whatever. Heads. <laughs> Seven years ago. <laughs> so you catch some heads. Guess what? Some people are recording you. Guess what? You go to fucking, you get kicked out. You get fined. You go. You have to go to some anger management classes. Was it worth it? I would say it would be worth it because I would prove something to myself. Like I would, I would more than anything else. It's me being a man. You know that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that changes me into a boy or a kid and more into a man, right? Yeah. So one of the things I predicated myself on was like protecting my girl, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like that's one reason why I don't smoke is because I just want to protect my girl, and when I'm smoking. <laughs> She's like, Coons, I'm weird. I'm fucking awkward. I feel vulnerable as fuck. Yeah, vulnerable. That's a perfect yeah, way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But vulnerable. I think that's and the like, best, bro. Even with myself, and especially with my homies there, if a motherfucker comes at me, I want to be like, all right, motherfucker, what? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do about it? You really want to fight over it? Because and that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get into jiu-jitsu, you know, because that kind of shows, you know, or it it will prove to yourself that you are capable of, you know, fighting or protecting yourself. And if a motherfucker asked me, hey, do you want to fucking handle it outside? I would want to be like, yeah, motherfucker, I do. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of points where some dudes, they don't even want to handle it outside, bro. They just rather fucking pull out a strap. And if they're going to pull out a strap on me and kill me over a patty cake and a steam room, <laughs> that's their fault. And if you want to put me as one of your victims because you're fucking stupid, I'm more than welcome to do mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're such a stupid motherfucker that you're going to pull a gun at me for that reason, yeah, I'll gladly right. <laughs> die to show how stupid you are. Okay. But for... Uh, That's a great uh, point. I would say I agree with that completely. Well, to, to add on to your most embarrassing moment, you know, look at the look at the, the door open for you. You know, to get in and look into jujitsu and get in and you know, make that flight or fight, you know, situation where I just want to fight instead of going on the flight. Yeah. Like, look at the, look at what it opened for you, opportunity-wise, you know, making you realize and show you different things. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess I could thank that guy, whoever that fucking guy is that was wearing a fucking cartoon tank top (laughs) for kind of making me try to take that transition into kind of a boy to a man because we were, what, 18, right? We were 18. 18. We were just newly men. We were fresh meat, 18. So I and and it's sometimes don't work. Kind of, I just need more, and it, it's like a good thing that I haven't been in those type of circumstances as much. But I just kind of need more of those little confrontations where I work at with coons. There's a lot of those, and there's a lot of openings for yeah. those. And I felt like I'm getting better, but I still need to assert myself because, like, yes, like what you're saying, like, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of repercussions. You don't really need those repercussions, and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, we're just all fucking humans. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to who's the fucking stronger human, right? Mm-hmm. And so a human that's yeah. fucking weak and don't want to and avoids it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a weaker human to me. Mm-hmm. At the b- base level, don't think of no rep- repercussions or anything of that sort. Yeah. Think of, you know, one man's questioning another. What is that man going to do? Mm-hmm. Alpha, beta. 
So <laughs> so it, it was like one of those things. I know, like I would want to die fighting. I don't want to die saying, no, no, I can't do this because, oh my God, it would cost me so much. No, I want to fucking, I'd want to risk my life dying for what I love. I feel that. I feel that like, especially like after getting a relationship, I feel like I had to think about that a lot more. Like uh, it kind of made me, getting a relationship like in defending your girl kind of made me personally kind of made me into more of a pussy i'm not gonna lie like it made me like think a little bit more made me like i used to like take action on things quite a bit like what you gonna love bro me what up the fuck you talking about bro but like after getting a girl and you had to defend your girl and make sure it, it kind of like for me personally like i I don't know why i guess i'd belittle myself a little bit like, oh well i gotta i gotta be better than this guy i mm. gotta be better than this guy i gotta show up to and it, it definitely affects the ego quite a bit and definitely mm-hmm. affected my ego you know to where like i'm, I'm still working on it personally same here i want to add so, another point to your i want to like uh like I, I i i understand your point of view with wait the, wait uh can't wait hold on just to clear myself I don't want to be a guy that starts proms. Mm-hmm. I just want to be the guy that handles them. Yeah, okay. sir. Yeah, like you see, I, I take more repercussion on those situations because I know if I do something that would involve the police, I could, you know, like, especially in a physical, you know, or in, in a violent act, that could really put me in jeopardy of being deported. Yeah. So, you know, in my instance, I would rather be more in a flight situation because I'm like, I don't want to, you know. Shaggy single, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's a great. You know what I'm saying? That That's a great. Just from where I'm at in my life, I just think I don't, <coughs> I don't have nothing to be uh, afraid of at this time. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I've accomplished a lot. I've met the people that I want. Yes, do I still want to learn and achieve and live a longer life? Yes, I do. But I feel like right now, I just need to prove to myself. I'm proven to everybody else now. Mm-hmm. But I just need to prove to myself mm-hmm. that I could be the man that I envision to be. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why we got to, you know, once this COVID shit ends, probably got to start hitting that jujitsu, dog, because I want to hit that shit too. That's one of my goals, man. I, I want to be a black I, I mean, I remember you guys were fucking going, you know, how many classes? Before, you know, COVID hit? Yeah, we were we were signing up. We were about mm-hmm. to sign up. I was, was me cool. and Coons were convincing each other. We're like, all right, it's, it's pretty expensive. It's $75 a month. We have all these other bills that we need to pay. But, man, this is going to change our life. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh, damn, son. And we're... So, so <laughs> and, we were, and we were like, you know what? We're going to do it. And what was it, Coons? It was about two days later. Coons called me. He's like, hey, man, uh, with this jujitsu, man, this virus is getting real serious. Do you think we should do it? And I was like, yeah, man, that's that's really good. That's a really good question right now. Let's just, let's just hold off on it. And what happened? What? I think it was a fucking day later you called day me and told later. me that. Yeah. They shut Easton Jiu Jitsu down. Shut that shit down. Yeah, bro. Hey, man. Hey, is that shit? I mean, do you, is that shit open? 
No, it's still not open. Still not open. Jiu-jitsu is one of the hardest things to do. I mean, they, they have private classes, but it's so hands-on, and you're so close to one another with yeah. other dudes. When you're, so, when you're done so, with the class, so, so, you'll so, get... So, dudes. So the belts vary from years you're in it. So I, I believe, like, first is, like, is blue, right? A white. White, blue, uh, purple, brown, black. Boom, yep. Bro. Okay, and you roll with all of them. At mm-hmm. the end of your class, so already I was tired as fuck. <laughs> they wanted coons. The the trainer wanted coons to wrestle with a fucking what a brown belt that just got back from a tournament in fucking yeah Asia somewhere. Yeah, there's a little blue belt. It's like yeah, bro, bro you want to roll? And I'm on my phone trying to text. You know, I'm like, <laughs> damn, I want to roll with your bitch ass. No, no, no. First day, first day, dude. Ever, bro, dude. Like, that, what? You can roll you with see, black belt. You see, first you guys day. going? I remember because we were what, like, fucking, like, fighting in the back. You know, uh, that shit kind of made me wanna, like, dude, I wanna get into this shit, bro. That shit sounds fun. You learn so much, but the thing is, is problem with me is I have like clammy hands. <laughs> Uh, but when I take off my socks, I get clammy feet and clammy hands. So everywhere I'd step on those mats, you'd see my bare feet, sweaty prints. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to slip out of this bitch. And just like full on sweat on this guy's shorts, on his arms. And he's probably like, what the fuck are you so nervous for? I'm like, I'm not nervous, you know, but I, that's just who like I am. Like I just get clammy when my socks are off. Like, that's just how I am psychologically since I was young. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a boy, you know, I was like, I'm always cold in the winters without socks because I'd get sweaty, you know. And mm-hmm. the sweat turns a little cold when it's cold. But, yeah, that hard, hard first day. You know? oh, I was hard. fucking sore for fucking two weeks after it, dude. so sore. <laughs> so hard. Bro, yeah. Dude, dude, we need a lot. Yeah, yeah it teaches you so much, man. It, it teaches you, like. <laughs> There's foos okay. One, none of those guys look intimidating over there. Mm-hmm. They don't look intimidating. Mm-hmm. But if they fucking lay a hand on you, they're gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it varies in size. So there could be a fucking five four dude that probably weighs what maybe one thirty, mm-hmm. and he would just kill you in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's crazy, man. It's really crazy, and it 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 was eye opening. And it was like people, they've been doing it for five years. There's a dude that was younger than us, and he went through Muay Thai, or Muay Thai and he was just learning that. It, it was cool, and I, I really want to get back into it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the dude younger this. than us rolled right away, too. It's like, how long you been here, bro? Two weeks. What did you do after this or before this? Muay Thai. Oh, wow. That food is talented. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember though he was rolling with this, this big motherfucker. <laughs> remember when you heard yeah. <laughs> big motherfucker chokes his ass out. This one has red skin just from you know just rubbing skin against skin. His skin is so red, so tired. He's like, yeah, my mom's about to pick me up right now. I'm like, what? I don't want to. I thought we were the youngest, you know. Like for some reason, like being the youngest in anything feels a little better yeah yeah man. like just being the youngest like oh you should have more experience than me so mm-hmm. i'm the youngest but as you get older you kind of realize that's not always true uh, no 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 yeah like, i don't have more experience than you yeah i'm trying you know yeah but when you're young you know you're, you're pretty cocky when you're young yeah you know it's yeah how that is yeah i mean until someone you know that's i mean that's why it's good i mean going to like stuff like that when you're young because you see 
Like, all right, this, you know, oh, I gotta, shit. I gotta, I gotta not be such a douche because there's always gonna be that higher person who can always fuck you up. Oh yeah, I wanna. Uh, first thing I wanna know. do is enroll my kids in the Little Tigers program. <laughs> 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 ages what was the age like the age was pretty diverse no yeah it wasn't like 4 to 13 or something yeah. that's right diverse as fuck but yeah, yeah man definitely and so putting cute. and yeah. they were just like fucking rolling and it was Bills so cool everywhere oh yeah Bills everywhere just want to fuck that instructor <laughs> I remember the first day me and Koontz we were seeing and we went in and then the little tigers that's what they call them at East Easton Jiu Jitsu is it like the little tigers program and uh, we seen them rolling, whatever we're leaving, and yeah, you just see fucking hot ass moms, and fucking buff ass motherfucking dads, fucking foods didn't even have socks barefoot. or nothing, barefoot, just picking up their fucking kids. And I remember me and kids were like, just looked at each other, and was like, that's who we're going up against, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's we're who like, we're gonna oh, roll against. <laughs> Glad we didn't do that against that guy. Yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, that's. It's cool, man. I, I want to see. I want to go in that environment, bro. That that sounds like a pretty cool environment, you know. Very cool. Very positive. Mm -hmm. uh, Jujitsu, I think more than anything, is about respect. Definitely, yeah. You yeah, know, you definitely. you bow your head before you get on the mats. Oh, you shit. shake your you you know you dap your guy up before you roll with them. Mm -hmm. It's all about once once someone taps, you let go right away. Yeah. Nothing disrespectful about it. There's nothing disrespectful. Ego is put aside. You know. The black belt is not black bragging that he's a black belt. Yeah. And he rolls and he teaches the white belts. Mm -hmm. He rolls with everybody. So, yeah, there's the there's structure. nothing. You know what I mean? Whereas other martial arts, like, for instance, a pro boxer is probably not going to box a first-day boxer. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He's too good for that. He thinks he's too good for that. He's not, he's not even going to give you the time of day. Yeah. Where a black belt is going to give you the time of day, and he's going to put his effort into you. And, yes, he's going to kick your fucking ass. But, you know, he's going to show you something along the way. Mm -hmm. so. But imagine doing it for so long, you become so good that you actually start going to tournaments. Oh, yeah. That's what happens all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like, That's what know. he was explaining to us. Though, you, you have bad new habits. You have bad yeah, instincts. Bro. So if you do come across, like earlier, how we were talking about uh, the embarrassing moment like in the, with that guy, like, all right, let's 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 get it. Yeah. You know, what it is, just be instinct. You yeah. Know, just like, all right, all right, what's, all right no, yeah. just not scared. Yeah, not, that not like, exactly. Have yeah, have that flight, but you had that fight. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh motherfucker! Like I wrestle dudes every Tuesday and Thursday. Like, <laughs> this is normal to me. Yeah. Uh huh. So going to that, you know, uh, putting your if if you guys do have kids, you know, putting your kids into whatever. I know it's kind of expensive, but what would be the first thing you put your kids into? Oh, jujitsu. Right away. I would do jiu-jitsu. I would want him. Like, I would <gasps> see with that. I would tell him jiu-jitsu is a mandatory. So I'd be kind of a helicopter parent on that. On the uh, martial arts, he needs to know, or she needs to know, how to defend her or himself. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know whatever sport, like I'm like, oh well, I really like basketball and uh, football and yeah. stuff like that. But mm -hmm. you don't need to do those. But you do need to know how to defend yourself. So the yes. mandatory sport is, is jujitsu. Okay, that's a good point. Arts. And uh, and I would want him like, hey, and look, we could get into this if you like doing that. But I think jujitsu, I'm gonna establish that as a necessary essential for him or her. 
and th- then we'll go from there. You, you want know? a boy, huh? That's what you want. Yeah, I want a boy. <laughs> you want, you want, want a boy. Yeah. Well, yes. To to add on to that, I think I think that'd be perfect because you know young young children love that rough and tough experience. You know they love to wrestle with their dad or if you if you don't have one then that experience in jujitsu would be perfect. You know mm-hmm. that rough and tough wrestling and getting dirty and if you lose you lose son you know your team didn't lose for you you lost but that's okay get in there the next day and try better yeah or daughter mm-hmm. so <laughs> when he's our age you i would i would hope you'd already Shit, be yes. a fucking blue hope. belt or brown belt at least. i hope you're better you better imagine, be going to brazil imagine <laughs> you uh you raised like a little prodigy champ and everything goes to high school gets a girlfriend girlfriends like a typical girl that we fucked with you know druggy drinking whatever gets into those habits like well dad i don't want to do this no more it's like okay well at least you have that skill the rest of your life mm-hmm. go and do those drugs because that's what i did not if he's <laughs> <a> heroin <laughs> i mean that's it'll be so hard you know as a father if you grew this prodigy child and then Understanding what age he's at and understanding what he's going through and being like, okay, well, I did that too. Yeah. That would be. A good but then every time you get drunk, you're like, well, you gotta look at the trophies upstairs. You gotta show me the trophies. <laughs> every time you get high, go show no, me the trophies. Gotta... Look at how many trophies he's won. Look at all those trophies. First place. Shout outs. Shout outs to. That's big kinda, R. That's that kind of goofy, huh? I'm just so stupid. Was that kind of goofy? The goofiest. Like, who are you gonna show that to? Me? No. <laughs> My girl? Yeah. Like, you know, right? Right? Wait, okay, this blocker like... with the dick and some tits on it ain't gonna say. <laughs> you just get a little hoodie. Hey man, I don't wanna see that shit. <laughs> I got that Glocky tits on that bitch with a little mole rat in the front. That's that red dot boy. <laughs> with your little short ass too, man. Oh, man. You know, like, what the fuck? Go grab me a fucking coke. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drive your car for the night, bitch ass. I'll sleep in your backyard with the tent. That shit's huge. <laughs> Let me just build this fire. No, let me throw in the wood. You're not doing it right. The gasoline's not working. It smells. Blow Shaggy's face off. Yeah, you're short. You're all shorter than that bitch. Hello, you little short shit, huh? <laughs> like whoa. You know our homeboys like I don't know what to fucking say to this guy right here. You're a little short shit, huh? It's all shorter. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the original man, too. Son's all the junior. Alright, alright, man. Cut that guy a slack, man. Cut him a slack, man. He's funny. Short shit. Alright, come on, man. You're a little short shit, huh? <laughs> Stands up right next to him. He's all taller than him. Whoa. Go outside with the main man, you know, he's like, yeah, only, he only does that because he wants to feel dominant around the house. <laughs> it's like, alpha, huh? Wow. I re- okay. Damn, I can see. Get that fucking little leprechaun out of here. <laughs> it's his house. Son. Son. Oh, dude. No, no. Uh, no, no, 
man. I was joking, man. I was joking. Oh, that's funny. I hate. They don't know who the fuck we're talking so, about. So, uh, you know, talking about like what kind of uh, motivated us and what kind of brought us to who we are. You know, question for both you guys again is, you know, who do you look up to the most, and what qualities you love about that person? So I guess it's like the one individual you look up to the most, and what qualities. Do you love? Does it have to be like a family member or anyone in specific? Anyone in the world. Just anyone in the world. Who do you look up to the most? I look up to absolutely fucking nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Conor McGregor. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my second belt, bitch. Where's my second belt? Probably my mom, I'd have to say, I look up to the most. To what she did for me and, you know, uh, my siblings, she just worked her ass off and then she gave us everything that we wanted with no income to back up what she's saying. So she was willing to go into debt for us, which was really motivating for me. So I, I, I look up to them and it's like she loved her kids more than anything else, more than anything, more than anything, more than her relationship with her husband more than any other family member. Nothing could take away from her love for her kid. So I would say. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would take that. And she had me when she was 16. And I, you know, I, I, I grew up. I, I, I grew up with her. I grew yeah. up with her. And we, we really grew up with nothing. And my dad dipped when I was like three. Mm-hmm. And it didn't stop her. It didn't stop her. So I, I that's the person I look up to the most. Yeah. That's fucking sick. You shaggy? Um, I would have to be my dad, bro. My dad. I mean, that fool, I've seen, he's done some shit, you know, I can't even really imagine, you know. Like, uh, he he's done some things that if it wasn't for those things, I don't think I would be here. You know, I don't think, um, um, he, he, he did like, like, like your mom, bro. Like he, he does everything he can for his kids. Um. Um, you know, and and you know, he, we 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 you know we're immigrants here, and you know he just fights, fights every fucking day, bro, and and he goes to work like any other fucking other person, you know, and and he's always telling me, you know, I'm always doing this shit for you guys, you know, don't ever think, you know, I'm giving your brother more shit than you, yeah, you know, and um, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, you know, yeah, I would say no. Robert Kiyosaki. I would say, like, the person that still motivates me to this day and he's gone is my grandpa. But the person that Mm -hmm. helped me with my grandpa's death was Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. You know, like, him talking about what happens after death and what could could possibly happen from the death molecule, DMT, uh, dimethyltryptamine, you know, like... Just hearing him and having, like, somebody else than my parents or somebody else than, like, my teachers, this, like, elders, you know? Not like, uh, like, you you two really influenced me, like, like-minded individuals, mm-hmm. but we're kind of, like, the same age, you know? But having, like, that other, like, figure that's older, you know, he really helped me with my grandpa's death and really, like, you know, well, when you, when you die, you know, you, you become one with the planet anyways and you know that's kind of like dmt is kind of like when you die 
you might experience that and it feels real than real. So I wasn't really scared of his death anymore. And so to this day, my grandpa motivates me the most <coughs> to this day, even though that he's gone. Mm-hmm. But the one that, you know, that, that I kind of look up to probably, you know, probably be around that Joe Rogan, Jim Rohn, Dale Carnegie, probably around that Joe Rogan spot, you know, just how, what he did with podcasts and mm-hmm. how we were talking about earlier he's, with he's the BBJ and, you know, how, how he is, even in the X Factor, when you watch him when he's pretty young, you know, he's still Joe, you know, he's yeah. skin high and still Joe and it probably influenced me the most in some parts. I, I would say, dude, uh, I love Joe Rogan so much and he has to be in my top five or something of that sort because... I realized so much, to back up your point, I realized so much that I know today is because of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if I would know anything about jiu-jitsu if it wasn't for Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wouldn't know if about, he I probably wouldn't know Jordan Peterson because you would probably have caught on to him. But, I, I, you know, I that's, that's where I heard him from. That's where I found Jocko. That's where I find so much. And I think it's because he really doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck, and he just talks about the shit that he wants so to talk real. about. Yeah, and, he's, and he's there's himself. nobody he's saying, himself. "Hey, Joe, you need to say this today, okay?" No, he's himself. He's just himself, and he does not uh, give absolutely back. no yeah. shits. Mm-hmm, yep, that's why. It goes back to our first thing that we we're talking about. You know, just being like authentic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, and the the reason why I said authentic is because Andrew Schultz points that out a lot. You know, I mean, like, um. Andrew Schultz, insp- I feel like Andrew Schultz inspired me to want to make a podcast, but in reality, who you know, Joe Rogan, he's the godfather of podcasting. Now, uh, and he, I feel like, because because I started listening to him because of you. Yeah. Son of all. Um. Uh, yeah, dude. He's 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 Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a god. Yeah, yeah, he is Jesus, bro. Yeah, Jesus, 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 I swear. Yeah. That would be yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be my god. I'll put my vote on him to be my god. He has a lot of power, bro. <laughs> yeah, think about god. it. No, like, uh, I remember my sure. girl called uh, me like uh, a Joe Ro- Rogan, like wannabe, and I was like, "Fuck, I'll fucking take that compliment." <laughs> yeah, for, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that guy. Yeah, I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. Call me that every day. You know what? So we all listen to Joe, right? We have heard talked about like his daughters. But do you think it's how professional he is not talking about, like, he ever talked about his spouse too much? Yeah, he, he doesn't Is that, really. like, professional, how he just doesn't really, like, yeah, you know, we went home tonight, we are, never heard him. Never, say, yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, I'm pretty, I don't really hear him talk about his he wife. Pro- he probably don't bring family and work. I don't know. I mean, I, do I, you I think? Heard he should bring her onto the podcast. He should. Or he probably has. Then. No, no, he, he hasn't. hasn't. I already searched yeah, it up. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> even, you can't even see images of their family together. You only see like one. They're and she's taller than him, right? Yeah, and she doesn't have an Instagram. She doesn't have media. Like, you know, I've, I've tried to, I try to look it up. You know, like, yeah, who, yeah, who, me too. Who's, who's got? But he doesn't really. Is is that this how professional or how does you know? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. Or she's the type of like, girl. She brings his daughters. Yeah, he does bring his daughters a lot. Into, he probably is that type of dude where it's like, what you know, it, he yeah. probably asked her, like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? And she was just like, dude, you're just on such a next level that, uh, you know, I don't want to get caught up in that. Because, you know, the day that he tells 
her name or you know talks about her you know motherfuckers are gonna be on that yeah dude yeah so day that <laughs> yeah yeah so i, I yeah, think he has so much she power. probably doesn't want all that fame and because you know when it comes to fame then it comes with a lot of criticism as well you know mm-hmm. they'll find anything to talk shit about yeah. before so i think maybe that i think maybe i would count on her being like that type of girl's like no i want to stay a normal life yeah, yeah. i don't want to be like you yeah, and he's, I mean, even walking to where he used to live, Cali, I think he's in Texas now. But, you know, like, the, the people he'd bring in, they'd see his whole, you guys seen, like, his whole facility, right? I was like, oh, my, that's what they see before walking into this room? And it's just, like, you manifested everything you've ever wanted. And it's, it's like, seeing, like, a... Like a well, God or Jesus, not if you're Christian, like my bad. So I wanted to point out something that uh, I heard on Andrew Schultz podcast. Uh, I think I don't know. I don't know if it's really gonna come. I I think Joe was talking about it. Like he wants to bring like Trump and Biden like into a podcast and have a debate. Do you think that would be a good idea? Mm. That would mm. be crazy. That would be crazy. But uh, he you definitely know, has a that's how much power he has. It. Yeah, he yeah. brought fucking Bernie Sanders. Yeah, like th- that amount of power, bro, through podcasts. Well, remember when he crazy, remember when he said bro? that, like you know, a bunch of politicians hit him up, and he just fucking was like, no. Yeah. Because they want to use his platform, and he only brings in people that he wants to talk to. If yeah, he that's... can bring in Trump and Biden, viral. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Because I want to just hit you know the younger audience. I'd hit every. Can you imagine? That would just be the biggest. Fuck you to CNN to Fox News any oh big media my corporation. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, that you see who you really. This about. bald motherfucker that likes fucking DMT and chimps <laughs> got these motherfuckers together in the same room. You know, uh, so on his Instagram, he has his Instagram, millions of followers, and you know he could put a family of, or he could put black belt of, or UFC commentator of, or podcast. Go to Joe, Joe Rogan. But you know his like bio, psychedelic enthusiast. Or psychedelic. <laughs> That's it. That's fucking it. Shay, you got Instagram? Oh uh, yes, sir. You look up Joe Rogan, and <laughs> that's his fucking bio. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Oh, that is so funny. Isn't that fucking? Crazy? Yeah, I wouldn't expect anything. Psychedelic else. adventure. Boom. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That's what is his bio? What else does his bio fucking say? Um, Stand-up comic, mixed martial art, fanatic. It used to be, used to be psychedelic. Adventure. It's psychedelic adventure and then tour date, info, joerogan.com. It used to Spotify. literally just be psychedelic adventure. No, I would say his comedy's that, not the best, though. His comedy. Can we all agree I, that? Yeah. Like, he's not. He's not the best. He's not that funny. And maybe it's because of I just think of him as so smart. Yeah. Like, so, his, his comedy is pretty trash. Because he brings in intelligence towards his comedy. He brings in, like, facts with it, you know? Which <laughs> yeah. is like, oh, okay. We're, they're not understanding. We probably got it at home. Yeah, it was like... Uh, like, Andrew Schultz is just on a whole other level. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Schultz, I think he, he got his comedy down, bro. Like, I think he's, he's got just, it. Yeah. He knows the game. You think comedy, that's bro. a... Oh, that's a good trait. Being funny. Yeah, being funny is a good one. That's probably one of the yeah. really good fucking trait. It's just being funny, being loose, not taking things too serious. 
That's yeah. me. That's the opposite of me. I take things too serious. I'm not loose. I think too much, you know. But me being that, I realize like just being loose and being funny is really good trait. Yeah. You Sometimes know? you just gotta do that, dude. Just not give a fuck. Yeah. 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 I gotta. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I kind of would want to go to a third world country, <laughs> and just you know to see how life is. Let's over go to there. Mexico. Where we're just like. Would you be down? If I had some paper, yeah. <laughs> He'd be oh, down yeah. and never come back. Yeah. <laughs> and I would stay down there, bro. Yeah. But, like, I remember when I went to Ensenada, and it was a totally different environment, you know, where they weren't worried about nothing else. And they were just surviving. worried about... Surviving. Surviving and, like... Making ends meet. Because they're fucking... You know what I mean, bro? I mean... It's like a hundred dollars a week, son. A week, the minimum. And that's working. That's not working 40 like hours. overtime, son. That's working overtime, bro. Hundred dollars. Oh, fuck. We and it's here, and son. it's and it's sad because you know Mexico has one of the largest economies in the world. Yeah, which is crazy to even think of. I mean, I mean, corruption's everywhere, son. It's really and uh, you know you could blame it on the government or what, but they're 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 a really strong economy, but their distribution of wealth is just to shit. Yeah, and then it's not just that, bro. I mean cartels. I mean violence. I mean drug money. Yeah, but if 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 your population is nearly half of what we have on average income, right per capita. How much of those problems still exist? Yeah. Yeah, I took mine already. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn, this dude's one shot deep. Er. <laughs> Just spit it all over. Yeah. So currently, Coach is trying to take a shot with Sandoval. All right, so Put your fucking so phone down. So. <laughs> Before we end it, mm-hmm. yeah. What time is it? What is? Oh shit! What is one person that you would recommend to anybody that you personally are listening to right now, or that you kind of want them to tune into? One person. We'll start with. We'll start with Shaggy. We'll go like that. Okay. One person, Shaggy. Anybody. Anyone, man. It would be funny shit. Whatever you want to do. Uh, satisfying videos. <laughs> No, nah, nah, you said anybody. Person. One Wait, person, what, Andrew Schultz, man. What is satisfying videos? Satisfying videos. You know, like when they, no, nah, it's, it's on Snapchat. <laughs> and, uh, you oh know, God, it, it's guy. some stupid ass shit. But anyways, uh, one person. This fucking guy. Yeah, Andrew Schultz, man. Andrew Schultz is the Andrew funniest Schultz. motherfuckers alive, bro. All right. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Can so, we skip me? I'm going to come yeah. back. I'll go to you. Oh, it's one person right now. Dale Carnegie. On... Not how to win friends and influence people, but on worries. He has like a nine hour audio of just worries. That 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 helps out right now. Worries? Yeah. Puts in like a lot of shit, you know, like her husband just died, you know, to get her mind off of things. She worked at a supermarket so she doesn't have to stay at home and just think about the death of her husband or mm-hmm. he gives like super good examples to where like even if I'm at work, like, miserable and not thankful of where I'm at, you know, that makes me a little bit more thankful. Like, oh, well, I'm not in the shittiest situation in the world right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I can be thankful for where I'm at and 
work harder mm-hmm. in my occupation, you know. Oh, that's good. I would have to go with. Jo- <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'd have to go with Jocko Wilnick. Uh, he's just so serious, and he, he he will teach you about kind of the things we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast about hard work and and stuff Virginity. like that. <laughs> he will he will talk. Uh, he will motivate the fuck out of you. If you don't get a little motivated by what Jocko says, yeah. uh, you have a problem. So that's the person I would say. All right, man. All right. Well, Hopefully, you see out. what we think about every day. We're out. Dude, that shit was fucking fun, bro. Yeah, that was good. That shit was funny. Uh-huh.